party guys. nerds are in the house, and it's a different feel today because the gamers crew are here to take over for the first time this year. We much, back, baby. It's a much sexier feel. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Ooh, oh, I didn't know we were going to get that far. I didn't know it was like party nerds nights or something like that. Jesus. Whoa. So your boy, that, baby. your boy Ed is in the house taking over hosting duties, and there's so much to go into. Uh, we're definitely going to get started right away. But first, I'm going to go over the roundtable, introduce everybody else. AJ's here. Yo, what to do? Seth is here. What's up? Marcus is here. What up? John is here. Yeah, and Jorge is chilling in the background. What up, guys? He's going to be there in the Instagram chat taking taking any questions, anything you guys want to talk about with all the big news. Let us know. We'll talk about it. We'll answer your questions on there. But to just kind of get right into it, this past week, a whole lot has happened. Out it was hard to keep much. up with. Oh, yo, out of nowhere, right. bro. Out of nowhere. Like, it's literally, like we were talking about it. Just, woof. I don't we talked about okay it last it. week. Because uh, all the stuff happened. Like, literally, every single company was like, yo, we're going to announce something. We're going to follow in Nintendo's footsteps. Nintendo Direct happened. And literally, just news upon news upon news. And we knew we had to come into the studio to talk about it. But to start with the big train of it, um, Nintendo was first. So Nintendo said, hey, listen. Uh, we got a lot safe for E3. All of our big games are coming soon, but we want to start with the indies, which is what our game, what we're trying to focus on as a platform. So they had about a, what a half hour presentation, and they dropped a lot of bombs. Even the smaller games got some shine on it. Uh, what did you guys think was the probably the biggest like impression in terms of what Nintendo dropped on you? Well, honestly, like I mean, come on, Cuphead. Okay, we're, we're getting yeah. Cuphead. That that yeah. was a that was a. Xbox only game. Yep. That you were and only going to get on that shitty well, Xbox. Sorry. And PC. It was on PC. And, well, okay, and PC. Well, PC but, and it's Microsoft. It's all Microsoft. But now we're getting it on the Switch. On the Switch, baby. On the go, which is yep. the best. Then they also did that uh, that Katana Zero game. Oh, Whatever yeah. that was, that, that side scroller with the Katana, that was really cool. And then also Cadence of Hyrule. Cadence of Hyrule is where my money is right so now let, here let's start with cuphead because i think that that's going to be the most interesting thing that we're talking about in terms of all the big announcements from this nintendo showcase it's just the fact that you see microsoft and nintendo working together even in a small little way saying hey let's bring one of our more popular indie games to the platform just so you guys can have fun with it because um, we know a lot about what sony is doing there, it seems like a lot of um, Sony fans or even those who are opposed to Sony are just seeing so many things wrong with the platform right now. No E3 presentation. All their games are being pulled digitally from retailers. They're not even selling full games anymore yeah. at retail anymore. So, digital codes done. So this is something big to see like two companies saying, hey, listen, we'll do little partnerships. It's not a full-blown like, you know, we're working together, but let's let's do each other some favors because it makes the gaming industry better. Um, and it's just weird that Sony is just not taking part of that. It seems like they're taking too much of their big-headedness being number one and just kind of resting on that. Yeah, that's I feel it's kind like. of a little more of um, other companies trying to follow suit on Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Sony is just trying to do their own thing, and Microsoft's kind of the one that's following suit. Um, a really good representation example of that is just the presentation style. Um, if you just watched Microsoft's uh, uh, conference this, uh, today, this evening, it was very much so Nintendo Direct. Yeah. They, their presentation felt like a Nintendo Direct, and that's kind of what impacted it to me. Uh, for me. Sony just feels like they're just doing their own thing. It was a camera roll. It, it was, was just a camera, camera roll. roll. It was a and camera that, roll, and here's that. some footage from games that we showed you in E3 two years ago that are coming out soon. <laughs> and they've done that for and what like, feels like the last three years straight. And while like it kind of is a non-news story it, it's still like you're we're getting days gone next month you know like you know yeah. now you know you know what i mean it, in like, my opinion it was like the worse. least exciting thing yeah, that sony's it, it, done yeah, it was the least long. exciting thing they've done for sure They're they announced uh, one game in mortal kombat like trailer for a game mortal kombat's cool like love it to death we've but been we played trailers it. out the wazoo we yeah. played too. yeah we've we already played, played it on stream yeah to be fair do you guys remember the first nintendo direct no. Do you know? Head, no. So I, I looked it up right before the show started, and it was literally just them talking about uh, Hulu coming to the 3DS, and they gave like a release date for like Zelda, or they already had the release date. They showed a little bit extra gameplay. It's literally like seven minutes of slightly new information that we already well, knew. To be by fair. comparison, by comparison, the Sony Direct I would even go as to say is better than the first Nintendo Direct. <laughs> well, a, in terms of content. That's true. We, that is true. We got more Zelda content in that one. We, we got like an extra like thirty seconds of like gameplay, and we already had like a butt ton of gameplay right. by the time and that game. All Direct I came learned. Out. All I learned in this one is I'm not excited for Days Gone. Yeah, like, that game. Is I thought so I was. Yeah, I thought it was going to be great. So here's the just thing. It's, just, it's it been just looking worse and worse and worse every time as, I see it. Every time bad. I see it, like yeah. it's these hordes of zombies coming at you. 
All right. Initially, looked cool. Great. Yeah, from that, especially that intro easily. trailer. We saw literally 600. It felt like World War Z. Yeah, but in a, yeah. it was like Z-Motion or whatever cool. it's called. Z-Animation. Um, yeah. And now it's just been the, uh, both the same thing over and over and over again. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like they're now much harder to take down. I don't want they to wave my zombies be. coming after me now that they're really like much harder <laughs> to take they're down. Boys, they're not that's zombies. That's a problem. They're freakers. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what they're called. They're called freakers. Oh, that's the dumbest and thing. I think they're, they're, they How were, do we make our zombie game different? Yeah. <laughs> we call um, them freakers. But it just just to see the partnership that Microsoft and Nintendo are doing, just seeing how well like they're blending together. Like, Of course, you have Cuphead coming in, um, possibility of other Xbox integration elsewhere on other platforms, which I know we've mentioned. Let's it's say, not I mean, a possibility. We are getting Xbox yes. Live on the Switch. Hold that up. doesn't we're mean we're getting up. Xbox the games most, on the Switch. The most important thing I would love to see on the Switch would be the Master Chief Collection. Yes, exactly. but we're going to get it. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. There's a lot of wiggle room. You got to do that. We're going to do that. We're going to get it. Do you want to put money on it? Yeah, yeah, I put money on I'll, that. I'll, I'll, I'll I know the bookie got to show up right now yo, at the bookie. Yo, ten dollars right now and my left toe. We are getting. <laughs> I, I, we are I left getting. Toe. I still so so I don't, that that I don't think you like comprehend how long PC gamers have waited for Halo to come to a platform other than the Xbox. I think the Switch is a giant reach. Like just because they're saying, "Oh, Xbox Live." For maybe games that are on both platforms, maybe you can play with your friends cross-platform. But Halo will never run on the Switch. It's not fast enough. It's not fast enough console. The sticks are small. Are you small, saying that like, the Switch is not saying, as powerful as the Xbox 360? Are you saying the yeah, Switch is not as powerful? Yeah, actually, it's not. It runs on a Tegra X1. <laughs> are you saying it's not as powerful as the original Xbox? Yeah, but the thing is, the Master Chief Collection isn't the game that ran on the original Xbox. It's not. Um, it's not. It, it's half of it the is. Half of it is. Half of it. So what? You go? They're gonna port the original Xbox version of the game to that? Like just Halo One? Uh-huh. Why not? They literally did it with Final Fantasy. Yeah, that's true. that's different. Yeah. <laughs> that's different because they put that on phones. You got the phone port. What do you mean we got the, we got the full game? On yeah, the Switch. It, which was the port of the game they did for the cell phone. And then they remap the controls. Uh, Android. I'm just yeah. here to be surprised. Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> like, okay, I'll shut my mouth. Okay, I am good, just good. here to be surprised. If it happens, hey, all right. If it happens, I'll be all happy right. with it. I just don't. I don't, wouldn't get my hopes up. So the last thing to bookmark this specifically for the Nintendo, and then we'll move on to the other ones, is the fact that Nintendo is now giving their properties back to gamer to like big independent studios now. Bless. So, so Cadence of Hyrule, which we discussed, is oh, right. kind of like a cross between Zelda and... And a big popular rhythm-based indie game called Crypto the Necro Dancer, which actually picked up on the PSN sale. Yeah. So I'm very excited about that. Not just because I know the Such game's going to be game. fun, because of how like both franchises are going to cross over. But think about it like this: How long has it been since Nintendo has really given more power to other um, developers besides Ubisoft? I was going to say that Nintendo, like you know, it's kind of straight away from that after Other M. <laughs> oh no! For oh. obvious reasons, but on the flip side, Capcom did like the Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. That game. is true. Which are ten out of so, ten, by yeah, the way. Yeah, they're great. Some of the well, I think best Zelda's. I, I think things like Starlink and um, Mario and Rabbids are big contenders of Nintendo taking a look at what third party companies can do and being like, all right, well, maybe we should trust them with these IPs. Right? Like, are we going to talk about the third party Zelda that was made in MS Paint? Or are we just going to ignore it? Yeah, we're going <laughs> to ignore it. We're going to ignore it. Uh, no, right, that we'll doesn't count. It. I know no, what I'm talking about, and it does not count. Like, Those also, games, the CDI never existed? Moving the CDI on. existed, and it was great. No, <laughs> we're just going to move on from that. So just the fact that Nintendo is bas- giving the power to other developers, they're not keeping everything in-house, is a big move from Nintendo. It shows that they're willing to kind of let their guard down. It shows a different sense of leadership from a company that was always guarded with their platforms, like guarded with their... First IPs. party IP. Everything that was first party, Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo. Now you see Ubisoft getting in the mix. Now you see the studio getting into the mix. Um, you saw everything going on with Starlink. What more could we see possibly? Like, do you think there could be another big one shoot, another big shooter drop? Well, so, Apex Legends on the Switch. <laughs> that I could see happening. Well, what would your dream project be? Like, would you want to see a Legend of Zelda game made by Ubisoft? Like, what would you be your Ooh. dream cor- collaboration be? Because that, that's a tough question. So now, so now wait, wait, wait let's, let's take just, this in directions. Do you want only Zelda or any Nintendo any game? Any Nintendo with any third party. Combined. I want a Star Fox game made by Platinum Games. Oh. oh. Right. Because that sounds like it would be so fucking cool, and it sounds like it would be basically Zone of the Enders, but better. That's what it sounds like <laughs> okay. it would be to me. I know. That's and a I, pretty high bar. It, it is. A it's a really, hard, about, what it's about, a really what high bar, Plat- but like, it could happen, dude. How about what if Platinum Games made... A third part, like a third person Metroid game, instead of keeping Metroid in first person. 
They tried that. It didn't work. Yeah, they tried that. It didn't work. Yeah, it was other M, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they tried that. It it was not good, and we should just let whatever they're doing with Metroid 4, let them do it. I mean, to be fair, take all the time. Take all the time you need with Metroid 4. I want it to be good. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one out there and say that I want to help all of the parents of the world. Ooh, uh huh. Just give us Mario on the Xbox. Just make it easy on them. Oh, uh, okay, okay, that's like fair. my son has an Xbox. Just can I get Mario? No, they don't make it. What 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 I get him? But he's old enough playing. You get him Rabbids and tell I him it's Mario like... and Rabbids. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo will let other companies put games on their consoles, but, but not when vice it comes, versa, right? Because right, they know they know that the reason people buy these these uh, Nintendo consoles. Is for the exclusives and for the games that are on them. Now that Mario being said, that I mean, that has worked with Microsoft until obviously recently, where they're tanking kind of hard. They're releasing Xbox. their properties on other things, mm-hmm. and nobody nobody wants the Xbox One. It's it's a fine console. The the Xbox One X actually outperforms the PS4 Pro sometimes, but sometimes I don't. Sometimes see. the keyword sometimes, but I it doesn't have see. the games for I don't it to matter. Really see a portable Xbox though, so exactly. <laughs> and the portable like, PlayStation. I'm surprised they never well, got into that. I don't go anywhere. But you know what Xbox does have? What do they have? A diskless fucking system. Rumor, role, potentially, rumor. potentially, it's rumored. rumored. They're going to pick that rumor. up. They that probably out. will, but they're going to, because um, the rumor also states that they're going to put out a baseline uh, Xbox that still uses discs. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So it's giving people the options between them, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, I'll get a little, little bit into later why that. When we're talking about might Xbox. Be good. Yeah. yeah, no, well, we'll get to well, that. We'll get into that more when we get into some of the other platforms that aren't the big three. But, of course, the second thing that happens. So, of course, so Nintendo puts their uh, direct out home run. So most of the games, hey, if you at least had some interest in it, it's an independent game. Give them a shot. Support your local indie developer. Then PlayStation comes along. And they said, you know what? You know what makes more sense? Hey, we pulled out of E3. Let's do something called the State of Play event, where it's basically we're going to try and replicate Nintendo's success and see if we can do it because we have a big budget. Nintendo doesn't have any of that. We have so many great games. Why is it that you go shorter... And 90% of it is dedicated to VR. A also, platform that I was, is not I a lot of people out. are playing. I was immediately offended. Why? <laughs> like, I'm ready the for this. first thing they announced. VR. Uh, no, no, no. The, the Iron Man VR game. Okay. The first thing they announced. <laughs> yeah, I am immediately offended. They are clearly taking assets from the original Avengers game that we were supposed to get back in the 360 and PS3 era. That... Not only did you have Iron Man, you had Hulk, you had Captain America, you had Thor, you were playing all the Avengers Wasn't it in that first Avengers? person. Oh, that's right. I do remember there was supposed was to be right. like that. It was first person. Because it was supposed to be they for Kinect, took... right? Yeah. Well, yes and no. Like, okay. It was, um, I think when they originally concepted it, like it had Kinect support, so you didn't need to use the Kinect for it, much like a lot of connect, late uh, late party connect games. Okay. Um, but they literally just took the Iron Man assets and they were like, let's just make a crappy VR game out of it. Literally an app. It doesn't. Like, it might not be that crappy. It looks crappy. Let's be honest. <laughs> it looks like it a might real have been shooter. The coolest thing they had at the thing. Well, listen, it's not, it wasn't a high bar. <laughs> that was the coolest thing, then that's a problem. Yeah, yeah like that's it a was huge like, problem. I, I literally took a look at it and was just like, so you literally took a game that you could just kind of gussy up, vamp up a little bit. Hell, make it look exactly like it was supposed to come out on the 360. I would have been happy. Just but add instead, a little more content to it. But instead, you were like, let's take all of the content out, put it on a uh, system that you know we don't really focus on that well. And just call it a day. Well, you know what? People will buy it. It's Iron Man. People are going to get excited for Endgame. Oh, I, I think I, they're I mean, trying to push the VR more, though. Like, they're trying they to are. make that investment for those who bought it worth it. That's and what they want to do. And it, it's great that they are, and I really do appreciate that they are trying to push the VR more because part it's of expensive. the future of gaming is most likely VR, mm-hmm. along with cloud gaming. I'm sorry. I know people don't really like that. But we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get into that. that. <laughs> um, but at least put try to put out quality games. Try to push the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was my other thing about the uh, the Iron Man VR game. It's what they led off with, and you know you you want to lead off strong, right? But it didn't look like they were pushing any boundaries with it. It looked like the same old, same old. To be fair though, the thing with VR is that it's very, very, very difficult to make a good VR trailer. Because I can see someone watch uh, play VR and I'm like, okay, that's cool, whatever. Then it I put it on my head and of I'm like, the oh, DBZ Connect game. Yeah, we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, um, yo, <laughs> that's what it reminded me of. Every time there was like a third person shot of Iron Man, they're like not actual gameplay footage. So the uh-huh. only thing you'll actually see when you're playing is like your hands in front of you and like. 
and that so maybe you're shitty, right. Maybe it will be really crappy. Those shitty but, explosions and those shitty enemies that but, are one shot. Like, you can't like, expect dude. them to like the PS4 only has so much power. So like even on my gaming PC with Fair. my VR headset, it's like when I crank the settings all the way up in VR games, I lag. I have a 1080 and a six core 12 thread processor. I shouldn't lag in anything. Right. right. And, and I'm I'm not, still lag. So I can't. I, not I know saying, they gotta scale it down a little. I'm not saying we need AAA, like gorgeous looking VR games. Because it's I'm not just there. saying we just need I want something unique. I want them to do something. Well, there was that aqua game. I don't know what it was called. But Super it looks, hot. No, it, no. Was, it was like <laughs> Super Hot is a perfect game. example oh, that's of what a meant. great game for VR, though. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. though, that was like, a great game for that's VR. That's a great game for VR. It's, it's like The Matrix. It's, it's not the most gorgeous-looking game, but at least does something unique with VR. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'd love to see them do something more than that than just, like, these are old assets that we had with the game that we canceled so many years ago. Well, they're also tacking VR onto everything. Well, yeah, that's Kingdom true. Hearts VR. That is um, true. Yeah. I mean, Final think Fantasy about all the other stuff. VR. I mean, I mean, fishing VR? Yeah, I mean, Red Dead Fishing Look at VR. all the games that they announced, like that were also part of that uh, presentation that they announced VR modes in. No Man's Sky being one of them. That's and actually it just, really cool. It was just fine. I'm okay. I'm okay that. with them adding something on the end because No Man's Sky needs all the help it can after two years ago. But that's a different story. Really a really good game now. I've yeah. heard it's like worth the money now, yeah. like which is insane. It's yeah, it's definitely worth your twenty buck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can buy the yeah. game physically at a game store for twenty bucks right now. Exactly. Probably even ten. Now, if all the content. Because you have yes, to buy all the content. They're free separately. updates. What's well, all, all free updates? updates. Every yeah. single one. So yeah. that's what makes it impressive. Yeah. Yeah. My most favorite word, free. Right? <laughs> My biggest complaint about Some the rework they did fly. was you could play with friends, but you couldn't like see their ships firing. You couldn't get in your ship and like fly no, with you your can. friends. Yeah, and that's what it looks like. And if they did that, oh, they got me. That's <laughs> so cool. Well, you that's can what do I that wanted. Now. That's what you So can we see got now. a question on um from the chat. Sylvia Slay says, Did anybody play Skyrim VR or Fallout? Or VR. I love no. both. I, I didn't play I them. Played I played them. They're I, so I, the, cool. The, the, the VR stuff is weird to me because, like, in general, I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're there yeah, where yeah. VR is cool yet. No, we are. So, so no, Skyrim, you haven't done no, it. No, 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 so no, cool. no. So it's Skyrim, that, ahead, Skyrim VR and Fallout 4 VR, they're, they're actually very good representations of exactly what you're talking about. They're good. They're definitely good. Um, they're goofy. It, you know, if you put enough of your own imagination into it, it does make you feel like you're kind of in the world. And they're great. But they're also, there's so many things that disconnect you from the world while you're in it. So that's kind of where we're at with VR. Like, yeah, you put your own imagination into it. Yeah, we're pretty much there in VR. And then mm-hmm. suddenly, like, you're in sword swing length away from an enemy and it doesn't connect. And you yeah. have to be right in their face to hit them. Damn it, Skyrim VR! Why do you have to do this to me? I am immediately out of the world. Exactly. Yeah, I get exactly. what you're saying. It's it's just it, we're very very close. I I think VR is going to be quote unquote perfected within the next five years, and we're going to get really 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 like awesome, really yeah. cool looking games years. for VR. I'll give it ten. 10? Years. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think less. I think technology advances faster than you think, and. I had a ton of fun playing Skyrim. Right? It's not perfect. Keep in mind, Skyrim is a ten-year-old game. It is I mean, not a new game, it, especially with all the ports. Yeah, if we're, we're not all talking the ports. about affordable VR. Then yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. That's on PC. VR is much, much closer to where it should be. On PS4, mm-hmm. it's a new idea. They're letting people play with it, mm-hmm. but it's still fun. And I mean, they already had the ecosystem for it. They had the Move controllers. They work super well. They have the PlayStation Eye cameras. They work super well, and it's it's getting there. Right. If you have a pro, it's much better. Much, much. It's a I much can, smoother I can experience. See that. I can see now, that. let me ask a question. How long has the PlayStation VR been out right now? Has it been like two years already? It or has it's been, been longer. a little longer than that. Yeah, uh, I, think I think it's, it's been, been like three, three to four. And yeah. at this exact point in time, or at least as of the beginning of March, they have sold 4.2 million PlayStation VR systems worldwide. Wow. That's it's great. accessible. That is good. Yeah. That's the important part. It's accessible. accessible. Yeah, they had. Yeah. It, I think they had it like one ninety nine for the longest time. Yeah, no, that, that's a good like, price for it. That's yeah. a good price and fair for some new yeah. technology, cutting right. edge shit. And that's that's fair. And you don't need all of the accessories for VR. Like it's no, um, like the, the gun really and everything else. Yeah, it's just the camera and the headset. So like, I think I think at a point where with VR right now, I think we're getting there. Because here's the thing. You figure Microsoft's got this HoloLens thing coming with, from the last time they announced it, what, two years ago now, HoloLens? Yeah. They were trying to do augmented reality. Out. We're not there yet. No. Nowhere close. What's VR, augmented reality? HoloLens, is, it's, so it's like you see the real world and it'll put like it'll put 3D visuals, objects in front exactly. of you. Yeah. The military exactly. is actually contracting with them to make like a, a real-life heads-up display. Yeah, the, the people inside of Microsoft are furious. I think that's where <laughs> we're, we're going to that route eventually. So mm-hmm. VR is kind of the starting point, and AR eventually will get there. 
but uh, the gaming world is not ready for that. Yeah. VR ha- still has baby steps to go to um, because Sony is really the only one that's really kind of went that route outside of Nintendo with their Labo VR, whatever they're doing with that. So Sony has a ways to go. It's not like we're in virtual boy levels of craziness with the VR. I know it's difficult to bring that up, Ooh, but boy. we're getting there. I'd say probably between five to ten years is when we'll get a VR that's like awesome, and then all those games that you wanted to play from the beginning of the PS4 life cycle, then we'll they're going to be amazing. They need to make it They're going to be amazing. It's, it's too shit. big. I'm also I'm also going to say like it kind of as a closing argument to that is um, AR and VR are going to have two very different markets. Um, I don't really think that AR is going to be in gaming for a lot longer. I think VR is going to take that over. Mm-hmm. I think VR AR has a lot much larger uh, market in everyday life. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Okay. But, but, so yeah. the cool thing is that I think eventually I, I I'm going to sound stupid. I think that in five years we're gonna get some AR Nintendo shit because of that because of that inference. They already did we that. already have that. We already did that on 3ds. I yeah. mean, like actual, like yeah, they already did that on the 3ds. Yeah, it wasn't even did. that bad. It just was wasn't like, popular. Wait, hidden was camera or something. The yeah, yeah. So you could put a card game? on the table and then it would pop up like a, a whole game that you could play. But oh, that's yeah. fucking no, cool. no, that was yeah. a PlayStation. Like they no, had that was the 3ds. They had an entire horror game. They had an entire horror game based around it too. Oh, that's cool as shit. Then they realized that the people were playing the 3d. It was basically Fatal Frame for the 3DS, but it wasn't actually I remember Fatal it. Frame. I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I don't remember what it was called, but I do remember they did have something like that before. They were See, giving I told it away y'all for free. Sound fucking stupid. Yeah. I told y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the, the thing that will sell VR is eventually they're going to downsize the text so you're not wearing like a, a giant face mask to play it. It'll just be like goggles that you put on that black out light yeah. around your eyes. And, and the technology will be, be small enough to drive the screens. And then it'll be great. Because right now, I put on my VR headset. I'm wearing this big... I love my VR headset. But, like, I'm wearing this big thing. I feel like a medieval knight. <laughs> Wait a second. Like, I'm in Dark Souls. Yeah. <laughs> which reminds me, um, someone asked here, which VR headset is good? Which, which one should you get? Um, I- so, I've heard... I mean, the Vive and the Oculus are, are going to be the two obvious answers, especially if you're working on PC. Um, I know... Uh, there are actually a few Microsoft ones that you can actually get offline. I have one, actually. That you can actually get. They're not as much as the Vive. You can typically pick them up for like uh, $250, uh, $300. I think Samsung makes one. And it's really, really good. It's not going to have all the features of VR as like the motion control and things like the camera technology is built into the headset. Um, but if you're just looking for like baseline things, like it works well for flight simulators, that's a good way to go. If you have a computer with the horsepower for PC VR, you can get a Livono Explorer. They, they're Windows Mixed Reality is what it's called. Yes. They brought ported, they ported over pretty much all the Oculus content. You can use it with Steam VR now. It does everything you expect it to do. The only issue is it doesn't track. Uh, accelerated motion well. So in super hot, there's times you want to throw things at people, mm-hmm. and it doesn't do that well. But that's only an issue in like one out of ten games, really. Otherwise, like, I man, I love it, and it was only like two hundred bucks for the whole thing. But that's otherwise, if you got the money, yeah. get the get the Oculus, get the Vive. Uh, they have a new Oculus coming out that's going to be awesome, and that's that's probably the one. Now, what about motion lag? Because I know that's one of the major things that you know we hear about with VR and what they're mentioning in the chat as well. Um, motion lag, like especially if you're moving around, those who are like possibly prone to like motion sickness could well, that's that's ha- could down feature to your computer, a lot of things. How many frames you can push? That's why, like, if you're playing VR on the PlayStation, you need to have the Pro because you're going to get like sub 30 frames on the the headset on the regular PS4, and as you turn. You're going to see that, and it is going to make you motion sick. But mine does 90 frames a second per eye, and that I don't have any problem using it. But if it was any less than that, I know I'd get motion so sick. So there's also something to be said about um, 90 frames per second per eye is pretty much what's recommended. Mm-hmm. Um, but as well as the future of VR. Um, I know a lot of people who suffer from motion sickness yeah. when wearing VR is because you can't. your brain cannot handle... The fact that you're seeing something, but you're not feeling it or hearing it. Um, so you can usually typically improve it by getting like a 3D surround sound headset. You can typically improve your experience through that. But the future of VR bringing things like haptic feedback to things like uh, body vests that'll make it feel like you are actually in a world, like if you're playing a first-person shooter. You gotta get rid of the shot. cables too. Right. 
Um, like motion sickness won't truly go away in my opinion until things like that start coming out. I think people Um, just become more used to it. Yeah. To be honest over time. But like if, if you suffer from motion sickness right now and you want VR, then probably the best way to go is a VR headset that can support and a computer can support the 90 frames per second per eye and a good headset that'll actually support the audio as well to mm. at least give your brain the idea that yeah this is happening. I cannot also, wait they have to, to lift screens. <laughs> I cannot wait to lift Sword Art Online. Okay, yo, but like yo, all right, so yo. if we're talking about VR, if anime has taught me anything, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not going to get smaller. <laughs> it's just going to get bigger, and it's going to be like this whole bed setup where like you have to lay down in this bed and like put on. Do we have to wear giant VR headset? Do we have to wear bodysuits like Ready Player One? Uh, Are we going to get oh, to I that point? Wait. No, it'll just be all like. Like, it'll just be all implanted into our brains. Oh, like, that our sounds will, horrible. That's that's horrible. Sounds like, oh, God. It, NVIDIA totally VR works. brain link. Works in anime, it'll work in real life. Trust me, guys. <laughs> okay, yeah, so anime is real life. We all yeah. know that. Yeah, absolutely. It's dot hack time. <laughs> so, last, we're going to get into the major news, but just a quick side note, because the, it was really, really short. It was like 10 minutes. Indie, ID at Xbox, they had their small presentation. All the games are coming to Xbox Game Pass the day they come out. So if you have that monthly subscription, it's worth having it because you have all these games accessible. After Party looks amazing. Um, I played a little bit of Oxenfree with over a friend's house, so I know After Party is going to be awesome. But here's the thing. So you have all these big companies putting out their presentations, and now you got these other outsiders, as we feel, coming in now. Apple uh, had their big keynote presentation, and oh. they announced Apple Arcade, which is a monthly – it's basically kind of like Game Pass. Monthly subscription service, unlimited access to a selection – of games on the app store they have support from konami sega just to name a few publishers free dlc no microtransactions square enix and you can play the games offline as well then you have google stadia they're a platform that says they're they're not going to be a gaming console they're going to be a full streaming service um there's no specification on hardware that you need for this type of service for both of them no price points yet but what i'm wanting to know is in terms of gaming, is this where we're going to end up? Because the poll, we put a poll question out on the Party Nerds page on Instagram. Um, what is gaming going to look like in five years? I think exactly. Is this, this going to be it? Yeah, I think so. Um, but kind of both together. Uh, Google Stadia right now, for them to release it at the moment, I, I don't agree with it. Um, anyway. Streaming services. I think streaming will be the future. Like, kind of talking about the Xbox with no disk drive. Right. Um, if if um, Sony, uh, Microsoft, Nintendo, if they continue to do systems like home consoles, it's going to be streaming. It's going to be streamed, um, in my opinion. Um, there, It's going to be good for keeping things affordable. It's going to be good thing for things like you don't really have to have, like, a hard drive in it if you're going to do streaming. Um, but it's not there yet. We're not there yet. Uh, right. Things like lag between games... It's just not there. I, I have to second that because we're not. I'm. I work for Comcast. <laughs> okay, yeah. and people call me all the time. My internet's down. So it look. It's like it's definitely a thing that in a way we could go. But think back to when Microsoft announced the Xbox One, and there was that whole like the DRM. Yeah, yeah the DRM. Like you need the disc. You have to be online. People don't want that. They want to be able to buy their games. They want to be able to put them in the console. They want to be able to play them. I don't think physical gaming is going anywhere, at least for the time being. Over the next 10 years, as the internet improves and we move past gigabit, because that's that's what the thing, you you need gigabit if you really want to be using this gaming streaming service. And, and most even, customers yeah. don't have that yet. And even Not then, a lot of people do. Even, no, exactly. Not so, a lot of people do. Remember, and not a lot of people can afford it. And then it's a, it's a whole platform where you need the internet connection, you need the devices. Like, sure, you're getting 60, uh, 60 FPS, 4K HDR. That's cool, but you need gigabit to play it, and then still you're going to have latency problems. And just as a, like, as a right now thing, me and Seth used to live together. We tried to set up his Steam link in the living room, and it was streaming. It would like <laughs> it was streaming oh, yeah. from his from his bedroom, which is uh-huh. less than five feet away from the. It's living not even room. going yeah. out and of the internet. It's, it's not even going out. It's going over the modem, and it was still laggy and cut in and out. X- Xbox does it; it cut laggy and cuts in and out. Have... Sony does it; it's laggy; it cuts yeah. in and out. So they... why 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 do this? Well, Google why... has the backbone; like so, they could make it work. So they do have the backbone, and and Here, what wait, they're wait, saying wait. is, but they here's are... the reason why it's not going to work. Go ahead. Well, it's not going to either way. We. 
we personally, as consumers, don't have the ability to fucking make a stable internet connection. We don't have the ability for that. Also, we don't have, have the ability. And don't for, forget about fucking trying to play during peak hours. You're not going to be able to. <laughs> it, fucking forget it, dude. You can barely stay in a Call of Duty match. Yeah, I literally, have a challenge no, literally for I get kicked out of PlayStation parties when I'm playing on my home internet when no oh, one's home. Man. And like, what the what the fuck do you think <laughs> is gonna happen when you try to Google? You, you try to fucking use your Google Stadia bullshit. Google Stadia fucking, Dark Souls. I can't move. I'm lagging. <laughs> on but it's okay because I can play from anywhere. I got it. One hit on your 500 over 500. Like dog, that's not going to work. It's not going to work. I, I think Google's. This is how and that's an investment into five G. I think it's an investment into five G indirectly. Because think about it. So like five G internet, they're saying it's going to come to mobile phones. T-Mobile's investing it into the the home. They're saying okay, we're going to have home internet that runs off five G. It's going to be low latency. It's going to be fast. Yeah. Maybe Google's idea is we won't be playing games on our TVs with this. We'll be playing them on our phones. I'm playing RuneScape. On my phone. Right okay, now. Fair. Right now. That. And it's like, maybe we'll be playing Dark Souls on our phone. Maybe we'll be playing like full-on console yeah, but games or full PC that's what games I'm saying. on our we're, phones. We're not there yet for console games, though. No. That's the problem. Like, think, we're when, almost when, there, though. We're, we're like this close. PS Now and Xbox Game Pass are the primary examples of a baby step. Like, basically, you have to have at least a strong internet connection just to have the game ready. And yep. these, I remember a couple of years ago, we were at AJ's house streaming for PS Now because we wanted to play a fighting game. I forget which one it was specifically, but we wanted to try something out, something that the boys can play. The lag on that game just for us to play awesome. the arcade mode of that fighting game was abysmal. That's also And like we had a, a strong, strong internet strong connection example. at the time. <laughs> but here, no, like literally nothing. Like you couldn't even boot up the game properly. The, the boot up screen was terrible. It was just weird. So my thing with a streaming service like Google Stadia is they're basing it all off of hardware. But a lot of the discussion has not been around internet connection. There's publicly available internet so connection. Wait, here's the That's the biggest pieces. point. Can, can because I, a lot of this internet connection businesses can take advantage of. Uh -huh. Consumers, general public like us, are not there yet. So I oh. have a challenge for everyone. Go ahead. And cloud, like doing, the, doing streaming services is nothing new. It is absolutely nothing new. Literally. My challenge is to find all of the streaming services that have tried to do gaming on stream. And just, just, just find all of them. Find there's all of the ones that have failed. There's because one there's right now that's actually not quite bad. a lot. It's called oh. Shadow. Right. Linus oh. Tech Tips did a review of it and said it wasn't mm -hmm. terrible. It's not oh. terrible, but if you're, it's you're still not, not there, it's, not play, it's, it's not the same idea. It's the exact ahead, same AJ. idea. Quick question: How fast is your internet? I think mine is maybe. We have gigabit. We have I, I know I don't have gigabit. I'm probably like 100, 120. So like, what do you have? It's not Sonic the Hedgehog fast. <laughs> yeah. So Google is saying that in order to play a game at 1080p at 60 frames per second. Not 4K. Not 4K, but 1080p, which is fair. You need to tap at least uh, 25 megabytes per second internet speed. That's all. That's the recommended that's, amount. That's fair. That's not that much. That's not that much. And if Google but... can make this service work consistently mm, over internet saying, speeds that's that are 25 working consistently at right. that 25 that's probably now, 25 on question, question 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 do they recommend a wired connection i bet you like oh, if they're yeah. saying if they're saying Absolutely. 25 by 25 regardless of being wired or wireless that's going to be a whole different scenario altogether wireless connection it just said 25 megabits mm, so that, that's my question in order to do 4k so, you have to have 30 which we definitely have yeah okay so so we, if they can make it work smoothly mm. at Let's just say even like 50 megabits per second, which is like I would say half of America's half. Well, I mean not half, but like a decent amount to make that a worthwhile investment half now. That could change everything like that. Ken, I'm going to give you some in, insight, dog. Some insight? Your PS4 does 20, 25 up and down, and yeah. it still cuts out. Yeah. Still. still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also depends on like – sure they're – Depends I, I on how far you're on the server. Well. And like I said, dog, what about peak hours? Yes. When everyone is using the internet, when you're trying to come home and play hey, internet games, right? Because that's going to be that's my Dog, complaint you about can't, it. You can't do it. You, yeah. It's not where you have to. They instead of doing it now and trying to get their foot in the door and be money grubbers, what they should have done is waited until the technology was fucking available to the general populace, and then we could use it properly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because this right is going to come out, and it's going to get shit reviews, except from people who live in Silicon Valley and have Google Fiber. Like, it, yeah. you're not... Well, this you're is Google's not, investment is, to the future. You're not exactly. going to get steady... You're, you're not going to... We don't get steady up and down 25. We don't That's, get steady that. We don't... We, we have gigabit internet connection, yeah, but we don't get steady up and down... 25 megabits which per second. That's, that's a good way to look at it. Is it is Google's investment to the future. It's like, like this is the, the first of what could be many devices. 
This is the first of what could expand to be a lot better. Counterpoint, not the first but, of many devices. Well, the only thing Google you need, the devices. only thing you need to play uh, Stadia is just a controller. No, not well, even. No. You don't even need that. Like, you can fair, get like different third-party ones. The only thing you but, need is a device that can open Google Chrome browser. So they, they can play it on say, anything. They did say though that you will get a better connection off of using the Stadia controller because the controller connects. Because the right they guarantee right, the exactly. hardware. Which is they're guaranteed. It. Yes. Um, which is it's also kind of cool like anything that you can Chromecast to it's a it's a controller that also kind of is a game console I'm not saying it's a bad idea well no. okay but you're, wait you're what, what happens when we get a 5G connected one and it works perfect every time personally for me it's a bad idea because I'm a caveman not like physical shit in but Marcus future, what happens when we get a 5G connected one that works every time all the time you know it doesn't that, require us to have a connection future, in the future when we have all of those puzzle pieces and all of mm-hmm. those puzzle pieces at least somewhat fit together I will and, put my foot work. right in my fucking mouth you know you're gonna eventually Exactly like me, uh, playing a console game or a game off of your PC with a hardline connection, that would be great. But right now, we're definitely not at that point. We're, I just don't. I don't expect anyone to play like a competitive game on this. Right. I expect you to play. That's what they're Wait, trying to do. Hang on, hang on. Uh, this is how you be number one at Apex Legends. <laughs> Lag switching. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, but here's the problem with that argument that you just said that people aren't trying to play competitive. Google Stadia is trying to put it out there that this platform is good for anything, even though they mostly advertise Assassin's Creed Odyssey as their big partner game Which for this whole platform. Game. Actually, uh, I heard it's pretty no, good. Heard Doom Eternal's coming out. Everyone tells me it's good. A, a, it's good. B, Doom Eternal is going to be great. Oh, C, back to the point we were making. Think about it. Most of the gaming populace right now is, okay, you have to stream the 4K60 or even 1080 as your base base level. So you have to stream the game first, then you have to stream online multiplayer as well, or even online co-op, or anything related to that. Possibly even party chats, uh, communities, downloads, like, everything else you, related to that. You Actually, there's not even sorry, a download. Sorry, Google, Google Stadia is not a download platform. It's about basically accessing their server to access the content. It's, it's kind of like how you would stream YouTube. It's instant. It's, it's all instant game. It's all instant, and which that's, is why this is a good future for it. No, too. but instanta- we're not at a level where we can be no. instantaneous. But we're almost future. there. But in the future, I don't even think we should be that way as well. Because oh. we had this conversation out uh, before the show started. Yes, we did. So we talked about the streaming service. We talked about how PS Now was kind of like that bridge and it's still kind of terrible now yep. game pass is getting there because you have the ability to play offline as well o- having that offline accessibility is a great thing for a gamer because you actually have a way to play the game without being gridlocked to an internet connection the lag behind it also the possibility that what if something happens where you have none of it That's like what was true. the thing you were mentioning to us uh, to me well, th- bro what if you have no internet what if the power goes so, out? What if the power goes out? Have so any of you played you, you, Red Dead well, Redemption not, 2? Not even the power. Well, you say, put the say, disc in. Say, yeah. Like, and then wait the, three the, hours. I, <laughs> bro, like, I, I, can't, I can't get behind the streaming services when they don't work already. Right. And they're not going to work in the next five years. Well, I think right. in the next five I, years, they very well might work. I think might. in the next five years. I think right now they they're not going to work. But in five years, it's a definite, it will happen. I think in five years, it's going to be 20% better. So, here's the thing. That's enough, though. 20% might be enough. We briefly talked about this earlier, but 5G is literally going to change. It's going to make all of this possible like that. As long as it's not AT&T's 5G. There's (laughs) there's an argument that has still yet to be addressed, and um, it's kind of a great segue into Apple's services. Um, And that's the fact that, you know, you want to be able to play it offline. Streaming services will Mm -hmm. not allow you to play it offline. Um, which is one of the reasons why I really, really like Apple's service that they're coming out with. Like, That's, it's great. It's great for people who typically like to buy physical um, because you um, always have access to the, each game that you want. Right. Um, but it's also a great way to seg them, to segue to them into digital. But is it really um, a streaming service? It's it not, sounds it's more not, like it's, it's, not a, a, it's an app subscription it's service. It is an which app is subscription. Which is why when we began this conversation, I said I would like to see both of these together. Um, but like, I, I feel like there's information that we can't think of right now that would make it possible. Well, the other thing about Apple also consider that Apple's not going full gaming. It's no, mo- they're, they're still, it's still regulated into something that you can easily play on your phone. So it's not something that they're trying to get into some big console games or anything else like that. Cause they, they kind of know their limitations for a platform. They like try this. to console. Listen, ones. I'm <laughs> not saying I they am try. 100% they behind this because Tried they, they announced Shantae 5. During it, but yeah, I kind of am. Yeah, um, I didn't see that. I I checked out yeah. before. Shantae Five is going to be on the fucking Apple bullshit. Yeah, yeah. looks like you got to buy an iPhone. Also, Sonic Racing is too. Oh, dude, I gotta get an iPhone now. 
Yeah. Yeah. Dude. You're gonna go to the dark side. You can do no, an iPad no, too. No, I know. I know. You're not. Uh, okay. So here's what I'll do instead. I'll just get a MacBook. It's not Bam. gonna be on MacBook. But yes. I can get the app store in the, so, on MacBook. Yeah, you can't well, play the same games. I am, I am very no, much. You can play app. The, the the service will work with MacBooks. Yes, it's any Apple product. It'll work but will you be able to device. play the the iPhone games on a MacBook? They'll probably that's be. That's kind of what they're kind of like. They haven't really given that kind of information. It's but like that's the Google, what they're hinting at. I, it, it's it, to me. It sounds like it's going to be literally the Google Stadia just for Apple stuff. Look, if people but, start buying MacBooks to play iPhone games, I'm just going to be really sad at humanity right. as a PC gamer. I'll be like, that's the best a MacBook can do. So, <laughs> no, there will be macOS games. There from, will be games on macOS. So from someone who is, like, I'm a very, very, very heavy physical uh, collector. Like, I want my games physically. Me. I know in the future they're going to be worth value. Um, and there's only really one way for me to get into the digital market. And that's if, A, they're worth value, or B, it just doesn't really matter. Um, and I feel like Apple doing this, and hopefully more companies might follow suit, like, it just won't matter. Like, I know when I invest my money into this service, I'll have full access to all of these games. I'm not purchasing all of these games for $60 and then just to have them not be worth anything in the future. And maybe they won't even work because my console has to connect to the internet in order for them to actually verify the license in order to actually play the game. Thank you, Microsoft. Thank you, Microsoft. Um, You're great. Um, Best company. I feel like this is, go is going to be a great way for gamer uh, games in the future to be very accessible. Um, oh great! Exactly I'm, what I want. Fucking casuals. <laughs> awesome. Hey, you leave those we casuals alone. Listen, yeah, we, we already got diamond. It's, it's, <laughs> it's too late for that. You're right. It like, is too late for that. When Destiny, way too when late Destiny that. One changed from what it was to Destiny Two, it was already you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, well, but you don't make money say, by appealing to the hardcore is, gamer anymore. So. That's very it's true. Like, you're always going to have access to these games. You're you're going to be yes. You're paying monthly for them. Fine. And you're going to get games that you don't want. Sure. Um, but no matter what, you're always getting what you paid for. You're always going to have those games. And yeah, sure, they're not worth any value, but technically the value is very subjective um, because it's the service that you're getting, not the actual uh, physical games that you're getting. Dude, I'm super and cool with these digital games. I have Humble Monthly. More you than get like anything, 10 games a month. When you really think about it too, uh, take it in perspective of things like Hulu, Netflix, things like that. Look at how they actually support the creators. I feel like they might actually support creators a little bit better than releasing a game that, you know, is supposed to be good, and it actually is good, but it doesn't get a lot of attention. So that's a catch-22, though, because once you start saying, oh, well, we'll support the um, the people making these games, then you start having to worry about, like, like EA, where you have EA, and EA then they rush things out, and there's shareholders, and you have to appease the shareholders, and this and that. Whereas, mm -hmm. like, indie developers typically, like, they make a game in their basement, and then they publish it, and it's either good or bad. And not to say there aren't indie developers that have, like, whole studios, like, was it? Motion Twin. Motion Twin like, yeah. And they're great. They're a great studio. But then, like, do you think Motion Twin would be the same if they had to adhere to a board of shareholders who are like, you must make this game good enough that everyone plays it on our streaming platform? <laughs> no, like, it wouldn't be. And, that's, wouldn't and be. That's, that's one of the things that I'm scared of. I'm scared of Apple and, and Google getting to the service, and they're like, okay, well, we want, we want a Square Enix game. And it's like, okay, what Square Enix game do you want? Well, we kind of want it to be like Final Fantasy, but with a dog instead. Okay, we dog can do that. Fantasy. Well, so, so are you trying to say that, the, you, that the, these platforms you. will have influence on publishers? They Is that what you're getting yes. at? I can already tell I, you I, they I can, will I, not because that's not how the game industry works. But I can yeah, – as as we move, it's further, more like it, deadlines and stuff. It's well, as we it's move further like into the future, though. Like if if the casual gamer, if if they're trying to appease the casual gamer with these, there's going to be, like you said, deadlines. Right. And there's well, also going to be guidelines for what you can and can't make to appeal to these general population of people. So what they're what they're playing and what they're what people are downloading from that store and what they're playing, they're de it's definitely going to have an influence on what they make in the future. So can we just appreciate typically how it Wait, hold on. Go ahead, go ahead John. John, go ahead. Make your point now. Go to um, AJ. So typically the the way the actual uh, game design process works isn't the publisher going to, uh, going to them and saying, "We need this game this way. It needs to have a dog. It needs to have this." Um, sure, they'll might do that. Like, let's say, let's take EA for example. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> we need this game to have loot boxes. That might be the only thing that they go into it. This is this is the loot box structure that we expect. Um, like, we want to make it all cosmetics, and we want to make the cosmetics to look fancier than normal ones you get in game. 
They're not going to affect how the game plays. They're not going to affect how the game actually looks or anything like that. That comes down to the deadline. Ooh, I the got one that'll make sense affects, for him. The deadline affects. Are you going to say Activision and Bungie? Bungie? No, I did, literally Destiny Two. It was going to have all free DLC, and then Activision, Activision said, "No, thinking. you can't do that. You got to sell this DLC." So DLC yeah. made is still the same. It. It's just they're being told to sell it. Yeah. Um. So it's going to be free. The only wasn't. thing that's preventing a, de- a developer to put stuff into a game is going to be their time constraints. Mm-hmm. It's going to be what they can and cannot do in a certain amount of time. Yeah. Okay. I'll so I'll, I'll, I'll accept Apple your cannot, explanation. Okay. Apple cannot yeah. go to a uh, go to Square Enix and say, "Hey, we want Final Fantasy 17, and this is exactly how it's going to be. It's going to be the Sims Square Enix would literally tell them to suck their dick. <laughs> <laughs> right, as you were making a point earlier. Oh, no, I was just going to say that Chad's like just like shitting on EA right now. Good job, Good I mean, also they did just lay off 350 people today. Yo, fuck yeah. Yeah. On top of Activision, EA get your It's really weird because the majority of the people that they laid off were. Analytics people. Analytics what? and like marketing. PR marketing. marketing. It, was yeah. marketing. it was weird. Because they're so probably weird. tired of all the bad PR and marketing. They're like, why do we need people to tell us we suck? <laughs> but wait, to be fair, but you'd think you'd want them actually there to help the company right. out and make them I think they just better. don't care at this point. They're just like, we're throwing money at the wall anyway. Like, why do we got to pay these extra people? I like, I think it's not fair. They should, those people definitely shouldn't have lost their jobs. Yay reported, um, Record like profit. Over yeah, the past so that was year Activision. Or two. I thought. Yeah, act, no, Activision was the same way. They had record profit. Uh, they made a lot of money. Um, how, Black Ops Four sold like what four or five million copies, or something oh, like that. Copies. And they still laid off eight hundred people because yeah, they had I mean. to restructure. Like, how do you have that kind of success and then just fire people if you made more money? Because they're paying profit. too much for the CEO. No, if you made more yeah. money and profit, not like you know just revenue. Like revenue, but like profit than you ever have in any other year in the history of your company. What makes you want to lay off that many people? What didn't work? That CEO also, wanted like, to do they, they were doing something right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate here as well, and it could also be a matter of future projects. Like, what if their future products projects don't actually need that much staff? Yeah, but they already said Activision like, said we're do not doing really away want... with Call of Duty. They turned down other right. games because they want to keep making it. So why are they firing all these people from those teams? That's a good question. Actually. Ready to maybe sell they're company. just realizing. Maybe they just want to realize <laughs> asset, as, assets. Especially, I'm telling you that, that CEO people. wanted another Bugatti. <laughs> another like hundred thousand Bugattis. It's uh, even, well, yeah, it's weird accurate. that you. Is it confirmed that the people that got fired were from the Call of Duty team? I don't know if no. they're from the Call of Duty they, team directly, but because like, that would be super unfair. Because Black Ops is fucking phenomenal. Like it's the best Black. It's the best Call of Duty since Modern Warfare. They 2. don't care. They subjective. care about numbers. But it's but it is though. It, it play it plays better. I agree. It's, it's the best. It, it plays better. It, it the loot system in it, like it has loot boxes. I won't hold you. It has loot boxes. It, you but got the, it's, but it's not Titanfall three. It's not. You're right. Titanfall I don't think is, we're gonna get Titanfall three. I don't think so. I think either. we got Apex Legends instead because they were like Titanfall <laughs> yeah. two, as good of a game as it is, just didn't sell enough. And it was I only mean, on Xbox. That's why it didn't sell enough. No, it was like on PC. Oh, it was also yeah, on PlayStation. You're right. It was on PC. Two came out on every system. It just didn't sell enough. Like you can't get in a lobby for it most of the time. It's a good game, like a legitimately really good game. It just didn't get the sales. Didn't have the popularity. That's I'm pretty sure it's because it came out at the same time as Battlefield One. It came out like a couple mm-hmm. days apart. Well, as well, oh. and that was just a mistake. It's the EA published two of their games. Titanfall One. Like, well, here's one. Of, so one of the things about Activision Blizzard, I, I was kind of doing a little bit more research about the. Hundred people that they laid off. One of the things to consider that maybe where a lot of these layoffs came from is the Bungie Activision split. When oh, Destiny broke off and Bungie broke yeah. off, all of a sudden people who are working in PR, communications, customer yeah, service, they didn't have a job anymore. They yeah. didn't, there was really no game anything. to support. They're probably still working with the company for a little for a little bit because the uh, I believe the split happened at the beginning of this year. Or something like that. Yeah, when no, they it was the beginning off. of this year. Yeah, it was, so, I think it was like last month, so the beginning of this imagine month. Imagine if most of those people split off because of that. So I get it. But that would make it sense. still falls on the CEO. It still falls on everybody else at the top, top, top of the food chain to support those other people. Maybe re reassign them to somewhere else. Think of the other properties you have. It's Activision Blizzard. So you still have Diablo. <laughs> You still have Overwatch. You still have War of Warcraft. You can create a new yeah, game, maybe. <gasps> you can create a new IP. Very much longer. Uh, well, I mean, after Diablo Immortal, yeah. But you have a lot that you can do with the with the with that staff. Same thing with EA. I mean, is, is am I correct to saying that Apex Legends is an EA project? Not. You know, it was a is respawn it? entertainment um, project who was owned by EA. Okay. Okay. Respawn's okay. pretty much their own company. The team, I think, that made one of the Call of Duties. They there were people that broke off a of Call of Duty and they made their own thing. Yes, and it's here's, good. Here's a good rep- example of 
exactly what we were talking about just a few moments ago, um, how Apex Legends probably came to be. Apex Legends probably came to be, EA went to uh, Respawn and was just like, listen, we need you to come out with something with very a, quickly. We need a Fortnite competitor. We need a Fortnite competitor or something to come out very, very quickly. And Respawn was basically just sitting there like, oh. So wait, wait. Um, I have a counterpoint. They it have, didn't come out quickly. They actually <laughs> no, they leaked the map like they two did. years ago. Yeah, they did. And nobody they cared. <laughs> nobody noticed. But, but, Hilarious. Like, that's that's kind of just goes to kind of show, like, you need to put something out this amount of time. Respawn probably looked at it and they were like, well, we have all these Titanfall assets. And we were thinking about maybe doing Titanfall 3, but, we, you know, hey, Fortnite's popular. All right. <laughs> all right. Actually, I thought they were working on that map before Fortnite was out. So like PUBG. Really? Yeah, PUBG, it's I think, PUBG. was what inspired it. And they were like, well, I guess we could make a game like that. And Battle you know Royals. what? I, I think that game wasn't done quick because it's so good. Yeah, it's like, so well thought out. Yeah. Everything works really well. Like it's the only one where I shoot somebody in the game, and I feel like it's my bullets landed. Yeah, because like they As went where they should have. Hey, it actually shows you where your bullets went. Yeah, like it's great. It's it's so good. If you haven't played Apex Legends, like give it a shot. Now, as, as someone the, who as hates the, Battle Royales. Yeah, as someone who as hates someone Battle Royales. Battle Royales, I will actually agree with that. Um, I don't know whether it's because it's basically just Titanfall Battle Royale, because I love Titanfall. Um, but it's it's actually the first battle royale game I've actually ever enjoyed, and it doesn't have stupid dances. And, ano- and as another <laughs> person who hates doesn't. battle Depends royale on games, execution. do 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 do. <laughs> oh no! Stop! 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 I'm not! I'm not! No, I'm not appealing to the six year old. No. Okay. 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 No. So as another person who does not like, I think that one for all or uh, all for one games are dumb. That's what I call them. I call them all for one games because I like anime. Uh, I don't like them. You have two other teammates, though. Apex. Yeah, three okay. other teammates in some games. Consistently. Fair. True. I get but it. You just don't the, know how the, to work I with don't them. Like, I don't so. like Battle Royale game modes. I, I, I think they're stupid. It, it's just my personal opinion. It's not to say that the game mode's bad, even though I do say that. I just don't like it. What about Apex, Tetris 99? Tetris 99 is Tetris. That's different. <laughs> um, and it's amazing. But it's Apex not, is actually, like, it's the only one that I've seen that I would, like, actually give another shot. You know what I mean? I gave it a shot. I didn't like it, but I would go back and play it again and actually give it a whole hard and full try again. I got to so, try the new Battlefield one because it actually looks cool. So uh, the reason it's not great. Oh, oh that's sad. Yikes. It looks cool, though. The reason I like Apex Legends is because I feel like if you get hit and you're like do- and you're down or you die, there's a chance of a comeback. It isn't just like you're dead and that's a wrap. If mm-hmm. your two teammates are alive and they pick up a slack, like you can still keep it going. Yeah. Like you have to stick You can even revive them. The same argument can be made with PUBG and Fortnite. Like, well, no, if, if, I you die if you die, die, you can get revived in Apex Legends. That's fair. That is actually but you very can't fair. do that in the other ones. And even my, Fortnite was like, you might steal no. that idea. Like, they're no, thinking Fort, about it. Fortnite, whole, you can revive if you're Fort, playing squads or duos. Fortnite, so you can no, since one. Like, you can pick them up. Like, you can go over to them, push E, and then you'll you'll bring them back to life. But in Apex, if you get shot, then you're down, and then they finish you off. If your teammate goes over to your corpse, takes your tags, and then goes to a respawn beacon, oh, they fully respawn you back different. into the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Because so it's like, that, you can get away from the firefight and then survive it and bring your friends but back. But everyone will know that you're responding. Yeah. That's one yeah. Thing. It takes so, a couple so minutes. SIVL32 says in the chat, battle, to him, to them, battle royales are basically, I'm dead in 15 seconds or I take 15 minutes finding an opponent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so actually, that that is actually my take in, uh, in Apex. Actually, behind the game. First of all, hop drop or not, um, you just top drop. That's all you do. You have very quick matches. Either you make it or you don't. And yeah. that's how you have fun with the game. So, um, they're great ways to waste 15 minutes. If you have like true. just 15 minutes to spend before work or something. It's like a no commitment shooter. Great yeah. for that. <laughs> it um, is. And then very you've true. got people who know life it. And I don't understand that. If you've got 15 minutes before do, 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 work. Do, do, do. Actually, I do understand those people. They're making money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ninja, Ninja so, got offered like a million dollars to play yep, to, to stream play Apex. Apex. Yeah, really a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we need you on this. Wait, yeah. EA paid him. Yes. EA paid him a million dollars to stream Apex to promote the game. Now, uh, granted, I, called, that's kind of shady, but it's the game's called cool. marketing. It's called yeah. marketing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's called not marketing. shady. And like, like, it's not shady. It, it's honestly not shady. It's well, just it's, marketing. It's not shady because I'm pretty sure he didn't like, say EA paid him. But I mean, like, he's a streamer. He can stream whatever he wants. But like, they know the audience that watches him. They know so what they want to see. So much money. See, yeah, it's, I would do it for a million dollars. Like. 
I'd suck EA's dick for $100. So that's where the... Would you do it for half a million? Hell yeah. Wait, so (laughs) So you do realize their executive office is a few hundred people large, right? Hey, look, EA CEO, dog. (laughs) So two things. For that much money? We're going to move on to the next topic. First, that's probably where those layoffs came from, from EA. They paid Ninja. So it's Ninja's fault. Fuck that guy. (laughs) Last topic. So we got a couple minutes left in the show, so I just kind of want to spread a round table. We don't need these PR I'm going to lay off 12 people. I'm going to name 12 games. All of these games are now being nominated for the Video Game Hall of Fame. Every year, they take three of these 12 and put them in a the final ballot. Um, so these are probably going to go on to be the finalists for uh, the Game Hall of Fame. You have Candy Crush, Centipede, Colossal Cave Adventure was more like a tape-based game, Dance Dance Revolution, Half-Life, the original Solitaire on Windows, Mortal Kombat 1, Myst, NBA 2K, hold on, I had the rest right here, Sid Meier's Civilization, Super Mario Kart and Melee. Ooh. What three Ooh, move melee. on? Okay. Half Life, Melee, Mario Kart. Hold yep. up. Yeah, that's my right. list too. No. <laughs> no, 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 because this is a Hall of Fame. Hall um, of Fame. Games can always make it year after year. The fact that Solitaire isn't in there yet, like, yeah, but like, it's very surprising. People have been playing Melee that's against revolution. all odds that's for fair. so long. That's fair. Half Life will forever be a game that inspired. Tons of other games and I revolutionized disagree. physics in games. Half Life, I think, is definitely going to be one of the three. I, I would, I, I'm not saying I disagree. Um, Half Life, I agree, just with the uh, the impact that it made. It was huge. Um, Melee, not so much, uh, not so much because you have the new Super Smash Brothers, which but is I'm kind not of a Melee fan. At this point. The thing is that so many people still go back and play Melee, even though they've had three releases of Smash Brothers games since then. But they're like, we need to play Melee. There's still pros that play Melee. People are mad. They took Melee out of Evo, and they have their own, uh, what is it, a conference, or um, okay. what's it called? You know what I mean. Counter-argument? They, they have their own thing just for Melee. Counter-argument? Sure. Super Smash Con? First of yeah, all. Yeah, Smash Con. How many times have they re-released Solitaire, and how many people still go back to it? Well, how many times <laughs> have they re-released Tetris? <laughs> if we're going Good off point. that argument. Good point. Look, EA no. made Tetris once and screwed it up. So <laughs> That's like, true. And people keep so, going back to it. That's true. So here's my vote. They, they pick these games because they either have to have iconic status, longevity, geographical reach, and influence on games culture. So that's the three. That's the four criteria. Melee has so a if that's culture. So if that's the gist, it's going to be Half-Life, it's going to be Mortal Kombat 1 because of the ESRB system. That's yeah. true. And Myst. Myst. Oh, Myst yes. is good. Myst. Those I didn't even hear that on the list. If you're looking at the most impactful you know games, those are your three. I won't so lie. Wait, I'm wait. actually going to... Um, I won't lie. I haven't played Myst. Someone give me a quick breakdown. You're not... It's like a adventure puzzle game that makes no sense unless you know with what's going on. Okay, fair. Games, hard. With how many indie games that are coming out that are inspired by Myst these days... 100% agree with uh, with Mist. Um, Half-Life, definitely. Um, I, I'm remiss to say, I will have to agree with it. That's what they're basing on yeah. off of. Melee, definitely. Um, just because of the community that Melee itself has built. Mm-hmm. It's um, like become its, its own monster. It literally right. became it its own meme. So, like, uh, real quick, in the chat, uh, Batman underscore Dev said, Half-Life, Mortal Kombat, and Melee. So, pretty close. But he wants to know um, what Mist is, so can someone quickly... Yeah, we got about two minutes left. Again, it's a point-and-click adventure game. Yeah, yeah, but it's iconic. It was like the best point-and-click adventure game, and it had a sequel that was just as good. And it was always confusing. Yeah, <laughs> I have. I still have no idea how to play that game, and I think I beat it. See, Why do I, I have to use this valve on this machine? What is what is what this is the do? machine? What does the valve do? Why is there a piano here? <laughs> so. We got about a minute left, so if you want to go out and vote for your favorites in terms of what you think will make the Hall of Fame, the website is really long. It's called worldvideogamehalloffame.org. Please find a smaller name for that. That'd be great. Yeah, because I don't want to type all Just that into a acronym. browser. Um, so we got about a minute left. Um, what what a crazy week with yeah. all the stuff that has going on. I mean, you got all this gaming news. You got a possible esports arena going up soon in Philly, which what we're going to visit uh, every it's single out. day. It's absolutely happening. Play Sekiro. That's also, all I gotta say. Also, check out this weekend um, on the Party Nerds Twitch page. I do have the possibility of coming on to play some uh, Mortal Kombat beta. The second beta drops for pre-orders, so they are adding some additional characters. AJ's having are a seizure. Are we getting it over here? Ken? Mortal Kombat still the slowest fighter. <laughs> also, of all I speak time. for everyone in this room. If you have not yet played Persona Five, Persona Five Royal will be coming out, and yes. that's when you should absolutely play it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Amen. 
100 hours. So it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So It's going to be more than 100 hours now. What a crazy <laughs> hour. Party Nerds Gamer Central for all of us here on the studio. For John, for Marcus, Ooh, for yeah, Seth, yeah. for AJ, your boy Ed. We're all signing out. Thank you guys for checking out Party Nerds Gamer Central Day. We will see you guys next, next time. time. See you. Oh.